0: What do you hear? What do you say?
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Chicago. Coming from the true Chicago sports fan cave, this is the TCSF podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Jingle jangle. (laughs) Oh, my God. Episode 122 is brought to you by 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to gritclothingco.com and get your official TCSF podcast T-shirts. Search for keyword True Chicago and use our promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off your entire order. That's TRUEFAN15.
2: Go and get your official TCSF shirts now. It's shopping season. Ladies and gentlemen, go and get yourself a gift and then, of course, one for your loved ones. That's
1: right. As always, I'm Big Z, and I'm here with my boy, E-Rock. What up, E?
2: What's up, ladies and gentlemen? What's up, Z? Welcome to the show. If you're a first-timer <laughs> or a long-timer, please remember to hit that subscribe button, that notify button, and go ahead and give us a review on your listening app of choice. You can find us on Facebook at True Chicago Fans. You can follow us on Twitter at True Shy Fans and on IG at True Chicago Sports Fans and don't forget you can support the show with a monthly subscription at anchor.fm slash true chicago sports fans go on over there and click on support and you can subscribe for as low as 99 cents a month ladies and gentlemen once again get yourself a gift that will last the whole year only 99 cents a month hey help us keep doing what we do and here's the thing do you like the show i do are you a fan always then tell your friends, and they will tell their friends, and we can all be friends. Bring it up at Christmas time. Hey, guys, I listened to this great sports show. You should uh, listen to it, too. And look, we can all be friends through the whole holiday season all the way on to the new year. Z, what's up, brother? It's been a little bit. How you doing, man? It's
1: been a little while. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, you know, first, all, I want to give uh, a shout-out to Ivan from the, uh, the Tape Never Lies. Uh, network he over there. Out? Yeah, yeah. Thanks for uh, hooking us up with uh, letting us borrow Ivan for a little bit. He did his job. He, he over there, you know, held it down. He was worried. He's like, I can't, I'm going to fill ease Rocks uh, big shoes. I'm like, dude, you'll be okay. You'll be all right. Uh, you're not going to argue with me, but it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, it's been crazy. You know, that's the holiday season. I uh, was able to hang out this week with co workers and enjoy getting to know them outside of work a little bit. Uh, you know, party over that five star uh it was supposed to be downtown and the last minute they changed it to, to five stars so it was in the okay. neighborhood yes that was you know was cool chill you know make 15 20 people that showed up um, so, you know, it's hard with people with families uh, to, to redirect their, their attention to coming to a holiday party. So kind of understand that. But, you know, have some wings, pizza, cheese curds, all types of uh, <laughs> stuff that's not healthy for me. Uh, but I had a good time. man. It, it's it's one of those things that you uh, you want to do, especially your, your, your first time, your first year at, at a new job. You kind of got to show face and, and, you know, size up everybody
2: absolutely i mean it's important to like hey this is who i am this is what i'm about just so like we see each other in the hall because i mean it's essentially school all over again right like oh yeah no matter what job you do specifically being a teacher but you have a whole like everyone has their group everyone has their department everyone does this okay who am i getting along with which each department right you oh, everyone yeah. has a friend that they can go to if they need someone from that department so yeah man that's uh that's important yeah. oh, do you have a holiday party coming up soon you know what? We have? We always have holiday parties. And, and by holiday parties, I mean pinball releases. So, I mean, we have <laughs> release parties all the time. Uh, they, they There was one at uh, Logan Arcade on uh, Friday night. There's one coming up on Wednesday at, I think, Interium in Schaumburg. Um, so, you know, uh, and I'm not sure about, like, a holiday official, like, Stern Pinball holiday party. I've heard rumblings, but I haven't seen any invitations yet. So, we'll see what happens.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome, man. Oh, oh this past Thursday, I was able to go to the first annual Regulators Toy Drive over there at the Output Lounge. Uh, really? Exactly, My own up. Uh, I was, I was <laughs> our friend Enrique Calderon performed, and dude, he he knocked it out of the park. He had his band there. Yeah, you know, you've been out, but you've seen the backstage. It's uh, you know, usually it was it used to be in like a little nightclub and whatever. So they had all the toys behind him. The, they had a couple oh, DJs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Julian Jumper Perez was was DJing earlier. Is it Julian Jumping Perez or whoever the dude no, is Julian running
2: Julian Jumpin' Perez yeah the guy
1: yeah. that's running um that guy ah. he was there yeah <laughs> yeah was, you know whatever and uh, uh, then you know Rick, running man yeah and he uh, closed out the uh, the night with with his band and he did about forty five minutes uh, straight you know it's, it's salsa bachata merengue he played it all and sang it on uh, it was a good time man it, it's you know it was something for for the kids that are you know doing a toy drive and you can't go wrong with that.
2: Nah, man, any anytime you can uh, give back to the kids. I mean, you know all I'm about that. So, uh, you know that's that's a dope thing that uh, that it, it was a toy drive, right? And, and yeah. the first annual gives me hope that hey, it's coming back next year. It'll just keep going and going forever.
1: Exactly, exactly. And then last week, bowling I was able to bowl two times, two days last week, uh, and I'm still feeling the effects of it because uh, these <laughs> hips lie all the time. <laughs> first Tuesday night magic, and definitely came back down to earth. Uh, those bowling gods are very fickle. I got to stop telling people what I scored every week because <laughs> it's, I went from my 200s back to my 140s and 160s. So, uh, they're cocky. yeah, they're a little fickle there. Yeah, I was getting a little cocky. You know, four weeks of hitting 200. I mean, you know, for me, it's, I'm, I'm a very streaky bowler. Very streaky. I can go on a hot streak and you know drop of a diamond, and I can go back and bowl a fucking ninety and just you know want to like throw the bowling ball through the windshield—not my windshield, but (laughs) someone else's windshield. (laughs) Um, and then the next day, you know, because most of the guys that bowl at Tuesday, some of those guys bowl around Wednesday, and they're like, "Hey, it's our it's our last week. Our season's over, but we have uh, the last day where everybody gets paid out, so it's free bowling for three hours." Oh, nice. Uh yeah, so well, they're like, you come through. Not everybody's gonna show up. There'll be free lanes, whatever. So I go there, and I'm bowling with some guys that I I've been in tournaments with, and, and uh um I, you know people I bowl with are on separate teams. Uh, we didn't have enough bowlers, so we had two lanes. It was three bowlers, so I was bowling. I think I bowled four, four and a half games within like two hours. It, oh it, yeah, yeah yeah that that definitely did it for me and i was like oh my god i gotta i gotta stop doing that um i am no longer a young chick anymore so you (laughs) know what spring chicken not a spring chicken at all there's no springs on there's nothing but rust on this motherfucker (laughs) 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 especially all this cold and rain man the the arthritis is hitting
2: hitting hitting man oh man how was your couple weeks uh, speaking of the hips lying, and let me tell you something. Your hips are not lying to you. They tell you they're they telling you the truth. They're telling you to slow down. That you, you can't do this no more. You know, he's talking about a, a spring chicken. It's been a while for that, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, man, uh, getting ready over here for the 606 holiday party. Speaking of holiday parties, there we go. It's, coming, it's this upcoming Sunday. Not last Sunday, and I'm talking to Stephen and Sean from the No Water on the Weekend podcast. Uh, we get a, I get a message to hey, I, I, I'm leaving soon, I'm running late, and I'm sitting at my sofa, like in, in my drawers with my feet up on the table. I says, What are you late for, Stephen? <laughs> he goes, Uh, oh, isn't your party today? I says, Well, no, it, it definitely isn't. Uh, <laughs> and, and and when he said in that group chat that he was running late. I somehow knew that that's where he was getting saying he was late for. Oh, so I'm looking at the time and I'm like, "Nah, there's no way, there's no way." So yeah, it is upcoming this uh, weekend, so that should be a good time. And uh, I spent the whole uh, week until uh, I don't know, sometime tomorrow, probably being banned from Facebook again, again. <laughs> again, again. I somehow got banned from Facebook again, but this time it was even sillier than last time so i got banned for trying to help someone fix a dishwasher okay Uh it was a post with a photo of a serial number and someone saying this is what's wrong with this dishwasher and i along with a lot of other people said hey essentially replace the sump and motor assembly that's all that that uh it needs there's no other fix for it my actual comment was pop that guy out and replace the sump and motor now, anyone with a sliver of a brain would know that that particular comment on a post about a dishwasher would mean remove the dishwasher and replace the sump and motor. But fa- uh, Facebook flagged it for inciting violence because it said, pop that guy. The last time I got put in a Facebook clink was when I mentioned blowing up a toilet. <laughs> so now I can't fix dishwashers or take shit. So I don't know what to do anymore, man. These algorithms are completely out of control.
1: Well, now you can't even say soda pop. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I, I, I yeah seriously, I, I had this. It had to be the pop and guy together. That's the only thing that makes sense. Cause I, yep. but I said blowing up a toilet too. You know what I mean? And pop is a, essentially a pop is a violent thing now.
1: Oh my god, I mean, if this was the 80s, uh, you'd be in, in jail right now because we had the pop guns.
2: I, I, I live in <laughs> Chicago, a pop is a pop. Like, what exactly. am I say? It, it, it's RC, right? It's RC. Are you serious? Like, that's, that's just what it is. You know, if I was in Georgia and I said Coke for every single flavor of soda, that's one thing, but yeah. I mean, it, it's been out of control. So, I mean, I've just been uh working recreationally with some plants in my house. Um, <laughs> And what I mean by that is okay, that my okay. boss gave me a little spider plant, and uh, it's set. Uh, it was a uh, like a seedling or like one of the offlings or whatever the hell they call them sure. uh, that come off of uh, the plant because it actually grows these long strands, and you can literally see baby spider plants grow- growing from there. So he brought one uh, someone to work, and he says, "Hey, if you guys want them, take them." He has a couple in the office. I take one home, and uh, when he. Gave us plants a couple weeks before i totally forgot about those they dried out in the uh, shopping bag that i brought them home in nice. and those got tossed in the trash these um i put in a little uh actually it was a pint glass of water uh it was supposed to be intended for a day or two it sat there for about two weeks i dressed i just transferred those over into a pot a couple days ago and i see uh some offshoots already so let's see how long it takes for me to kill this thing <laughs>
1: Oh, man, you murdered plants already. Oh, my God. Don't put that on Facebook. You'll get banned again.
2: Oh, seriously. Yeah, yeah. That's why I got to make sure I clarify the uh, recreational planting over here.
1: (laughs) Oh, From this point on, you're only allowed to post about TCSF and 606 Media stuff, man.
2: I mean, isn't that what I post most of the time anyway? Aside from just being a sarcastic ass, you know how many times <laughs> I've, I've erased is. the comment that I was about to say, not because it was like anything particularly bad, I just because like I knew that the person I was saying it to wouldn't would be too dumb to either understand or uh, uh, or just block that out of their brain and just say whatever they want anyway. So I'm like, you know what? It's not. I don't. I'm I'm too tired for that shit. Yeah, you it's not worth. it.
1: Argue. Yeah, it's not worth it. It's not worth the argument. It's also not worth getting popped because your first <laughs> your first offense was what a couple of days and now you had a week
2: oh well that that was the thing is that when it, it first happened they actually flagged me for something from like 2020 it was that it was like somebody made a, a meme of of uh, Trump drinking that bleach bottle when he was talking about drinking bleach to get rid of coronavirus. And And I says it, it was literally I I reposted it and I put like, hey, you know, for, you know, whoever thinks this is fake, go ahead and chug your bleach or something like that. And then like two years later, they're like, hey, that was bad. And I'm like, are you serious? That was forever ago. And then they just keep flagging nonsense now.
1: Oh, yeah, you're definitely flagged. There's no way you're not to make a burner account. That's what you're going to have to do
2: you know I, i'll tell you what speaking of which uh my guy DreamTech, who actually gave us some of the beats that we play i always talk about him every week um he got a, a seven a seven day ban because he posted a photo uh from his studio of a microphone and they said it basically was supposed to be a dick like he posted a photo of a dick And I'm like, it's literally clearly a big black microphone. And they're like, that's penis. And I'm like, you guys don't understand what a penis looks like. Also, because it's a robot, they're like, hey, look, big black, dark penis. That's, you know, like, what the fuck, man? (laughs) Like, seriously, he got banned for a week over that bullshit. It's getting out of control. It is is getting
1: super out of control, and you know, as much as the misinformation is posted on Facebook, and you guys yes. are doing something that's not of that matter, you're getting flagged, you know, for the doing the right thing and helping someone else with a dishwasher. Uh, next time, you're probably gonna have to do it. Just go to Messenger and just fucking message them uh, and avoid the whole but it, public thing. But,
2: but this is the worst part. It was in a in, a, in an appliance repair, oh. repair group. It was in a group about appliance repair. It was a different technician because he was all for uh, appliance repair uh, uh, repairers, right? So that's what the group was all about. It was for appliance repair techs. I've been in there for years. I don't do that work anymore, but I knew exactly what the symptom was. So it was in literally a group. Uh, on a photo of a dishwasher in the group of another, I mean, it was it. The circumstances in which that they had to find that to be an issue is absolutely ridiculous.
1: Uh, yeah, and uh, this is why you're not to stick to podcasting and not dishwashers.
2: <laughs> pinballs, right? <laughs> oh, pinballs? I, yeah. I haven't posted anything about balls yet, so oh. we'll see how they. St- <laughs> That'll
1: get you put on real quick. <laughs> real quick.
2: Pop that ball in there. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, speaking of balls in this episode, we're going to check on the not so hot stove again. Facebook, a stove is a an appliance that you can cook on. I'm not saying hot is a bad thing. Please understand that. So we're going to be talking about that and all of our uh, all of our baseball grief that we have with these two ridiculous teams. Uh, All that plus stirring a pot. And what you looking at? But first, this is the big three with Big Z. Thanks, E-Rock.
1: I'm Big Z, and you're not. Now for today's stories. All right, E, you know, I'm going to get you in trouble here, man. I'm going to get you in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) So I heard you you like getting wet. Hey! And roller coasters (laughs) (laughs) I like one of those things Well, Disney is officially to close Splash Mountain in January Following racial stereotype criticism for being named after the Song of the South okay yeah i knew i knew i was gonna get to perk your ears up with this one I,
2: I've, I've been on this ride uh, um the story that it's based on is what's racist it's about brer rabbit which is based you know what i mean like i'm not i'm not gonna go into the whole thing but uh i mean if you actually go in and and understand the song of the south and read the story and, and even like the zippity doo that shit um it, it it is it is pretty fucking racist it
1: is yeah exactly and you know it. People are are you know I how do we say this woke, <laughs> uh, so they're more aware of some things and sometimes they overreact. But this this one is one that uh, the name change is coming out at, at a great time. The ride was going to be reimagined as Tiana's Bayou Adventure from The Princess mm. and the Frog. So it's, I think this is a, the right thing to do. Uh, it culture- makes perfect sense. Yeah, culturally and and also you know some you know you've been the Great America or these uh, these parks. Sometimes these things that you know they aged out. They 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 get stale. You know, Splash Mountain. While you know rick Flair used it in his monologues a lot. It, you know, he said he got more rides than than, than Splash Mountain or, or or Space Mountain, whatever. You know, it w- w- really it's time to do that. You have to reevaluate what you have there and say, you know what this this might have been okay in but- you know and their in their eyes at that point, but it never was okay.
2: The thing is, too, is that number one, they could you could still call it Splash Mountain. There's nothing wrong with that name, right? The 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 ride itself. Yes. is where the the characters are yeah. so they can call it whatever they want everyone's still going to call it splash mountain but number two when you talk about being woke quote-unquote woke all, what you're doing is you're just uh you know hey that that was shitty like that should have never took taken place and you're waking up to that fact okay so call me woke like i don't i don't care because if you're essentially trying to right past wrongs what's the problem with that as long as you don't go overboard, right? That, right. That's the thing. I, right. I think that's what it is. But I mean, just like anything else, just like, hey, you know, you want to support this, you know, big orange bastard, and and whatever you want to do, okay. <laughs> don't don't rush to capital, right? Like that's going too far. That's, that's like cool. being, yeah. that's the exact exact opposite of, of being too woke, I guess. Yeah,
1: the overcorrection is, is you know, what saying. Like when you're Correct. driving in the snow and you're you know you're, you're skidding, you don't go, you don't overcorrect all of a all of a sudden and you know, you yep. end up in a ditch so
2: and you and yeah, exactly and, and you don't and you don't storm the capitol or you end up in a ditch that's a prison mm. congratulations you'll yeah, be, you be you digging, ditches.
1: Right. digging ditches right digging ditches <laughs> all right E well i've already wound you all up so let me tell you about <laughs> two idiots <laughs> for story number 2 In the great city of Chicago, prosecutors say that two Chicago cousins stored more than $2.3 million worth of pot inside of a South Loop storage locker, but got caught because they didn't pay the rent on time. (laughs) Idiots. (laughs) Safeguard self-storage 1353 South Wabash. There's the address. There's no more weed there, so I don't care. (laughs) As a standing policy, if a customer doesn't pay their rent for 30 days, an employee opens up the storage locker and inventories the contents. So, Prosecutor Adam uh, Samara Said Tuesday that on Saturday the company's employee called 911 to report something suspicious inside a locker that had not been paid since October 31st. They unlocked the storage unit and cops showed up and uh, they can see it all for themselves. Hopefully they didn't take it all for themselves.
2: So, oh, that yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Three. Okay. You know that was $3.0 million. Yeah, yeah. We That's all seen Training Day. We right, all seen exactly. Training Day. Hey, yeah, got, there's exactly. got to be that tax. That's a finder's fee right there. Of course. <laughs> of course. Yeah. But But uh, look, here's the thing. Uh, maybe sell some of that weed. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Pay your rent. Sell the weed. Like, what are you sitting on it for? Again, this, this is they what I'm saying. That the idiots. Much?
1: And how do you forget? You know, you should have an auto oh, debit. Yeah. Hey, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got $2.3 million worth of weed there. Uh, right. Did we pay the rent? <laughs>
2: Oh my God, people no. are just fucking you know dumb. Why? You, you know why they didn't pay the rent? Because they were fucking high. Because I got ha ha.
1: Because I got ha 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 Yes, again. yeah, because we talked about TSA last week. Oh, oh, yeah. The Transportation Security Administration found a dog inside a carry-on backpack that was accidentally "quote unquote" sent through the X-ray. This happened at the Wisconsin
2: airport this past week. In hold up! The- no, hold, 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 hold yeah. up! Hold, hold, hold yeah, up! Yeah, yeah. Because I don't th- Re- really like. You know exactly what happened, right? They heard about that story with the cat going through an x-ray and just like tom and jerry they sent the fucking dog to go in after the cat to get the cat out of the x-ray that's exactly what happened i you cannot convince me otherwise
1: so next week stay tuned for the mouse part In Tuesday's tweet, the TSA Great Lakes shared an image of a backpack and a bin at the airport security and the x-ray, which shows the outline of a dog inside the carry-on at Dane County Regional Airport in Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, TSA spokesman Jessica uh, Mayo said, confirmed to USA Today uh, that the small dog was a Dosh Hound Chihuahua mix. It was a little fucking dog. Dachshund Chihuahua. (laughs) It's it's
2: it's (laughs) It's
1: a little rat. It's a little rat.
2: It's a wiener dog that makes its own sauce.
1: Yeah, exactly. It, it, he said They said that the dog was a little skittish. So mm, the person I literally... Get on Taco Bell. <laughs> exactly. So the person uh, knew that they, uh, they they alerted the the, um, the airline that they were going to travel with the dog, but the person didn't know what the protocol was oh, you to done. go through the x-ray machine. So uh, they're like, well, I'll just put them in my carry-on and obviously the red flag. So um, people... That's two dumb stories and uh two weeks in a row.
2: <laughs> uh it's way more than two dumb stories, okay? Let's be honest. <laughs> uh let's go to, let's go back to talk about the uh the what is it the uh, the alligator who ate the snake or the snake that ate the alligator? Oh, but what do you what do you really call that? Like that sounds like a uh that sounds like a tur- turducken for people in Alabama. Oh man, that
1: sounds like you know I'm gonna get a turkey and stuff it with a chicken and stuff it with a yeah, quail and stuff. A tur- with-
2: that's a turducken right there. Oh the my god, chicken. You know what? You know what? What is that? Uh, like uh, um, a snake, a gator, or something like that.
1: <laughs> I mean, either way, you're getting some boots out of, in a belt and probably a wallet.
2: <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> talk to yeah, my that's fr- true.
1: talk to my friends you on Twenty Sixth a- Street.
2: A hey, snake skin and gator skin. I mean shit, you I got gators with a snake skin belt. I'm ready. Let's go.
1: Yes, you coming up right here. Put put the Kanye's name on it and you'll sell billions of it.
2: I, I just no, if I get them boots, I want the long boots that curl like so you can like tap oh, someone with 3 no. Feet <laughs> Oh
1: no, those are so horrible. <laughs> Nah, that was such a bad fad oh my the tip, god the
2: tip is curled up like a frito and shit
1: oh my god i can't believe people were wearing that and going crazy over that in mexico that shit was wild like first of all how the fuck do you drive with those on you Bro, can't those are,
2: li- those are literal
1: shit kickers i mean uh, they'll clear out the shit i mean for sure
2: uh, yeah that, that's uh that's the work in the fields man that's <laughs> oh, man hey what
1: you think about last week's story about the uh the golfers and the guy bit his face off
2: bro bro the the face off let me tell you um like how like i really want to know the circumstances how much money did he owe him and how many times did he fuck his wife that was the questions that i had
1: i'm I'm pretty sure it was like oh i bet you my night with my wife you don't hit this and motherfucker hit a hole in one and just obviously hit that hole in one too
2: yeah that's what i'm saying like he actually like paid up on the bed he's like hey my wife likes you better than me now what the fuck yeah <laughs> bite your nose off it, you know what's funny is that you know what it reminded me of was uh the mike tyson story <laughs> if that guy would have had some gum he would have been biting this guy's nose off oh my god <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'm big z and that's news to me we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors
0: for 15% 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15. off your entire order. Let me say it again. That's gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off of your entire order. Hey, this is comedian Ken Garr, and I was just a guest on the True Chicago Sports Fans Podcast with You're Big
2: rock. Earl and G-Money <laughs> and a bunch of... Weirdos So <laughs> tune in
0: <laughs> Hey what's up This is Lex Cruz from Jungle AE Recording Studios And Illinois Media
1: School And you are now listening to True Chicago Sports Fans Podcast Welcome back to the TCSF Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z Yes sir This is 3 Up And 3 Down I think I'll perplex him with my slow ball 1, 2, 3 strikes are out all right, E. I know you you had a couple of weeks off, and um, the winter meetings came and went, and the Sox and Cubs did nothing but window shop. So let's break down Mob's hot stove because uh, we didn't pay the gas bill apparently.
2: You know, let me tell you something. There is no such thing in this segment as three up and three down because there's only three down, and it's three down players that I wanted on the Cubs that did not make it back to the Cubs, right? So I mean, you're talking about like it came and went. The only thing that came was the fucking fans of, of teams like the fucking Padres, right? And the, the teams like the, the the Phillies, all right? How do the rich get richer out here? Like you're talking about like all-star teams in Philly uh, uh, getting what Trey Turner for 11 years, right? Yeah. What was it 300 million? 300 million, right?
1: Mm-hmm, 300 like,
2: million. What, what 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 the fuck 300 million dollars a 11 year contract and then you look at another team that's been stacked for a couple of years like the san diego padres and who do they get who do they get Sanders. they get xander bogarts 280 million dollars 20 yeah. million dollars short yeah, yeah Of what trey turner got you're talking about the rich getting richer and you're talking about a team like the red sox who should be i don't understand i do not understand how the Red Sox are a functioning Major League Baseball team right now. How do you let Xander Bogarts and Mookie Betts slip away?
1: I mean, this How do you it's, do that? Yeah, it's regard it's just uh, frustrating because Xander Bogarts is one of those good players that you want on your team, produces year after year, great defensively, great guy. Um, somebody you want to build around. Um you you know, obviously with the Mookie Betts thing, I don't think I think they priced themselves out of it. And since they had a losing team, they're like, Well, we might as well get something for him. Uh, But Xander, I don't understand how you let that man go. Also, you like you said, the rich get richer. You had Xander Bogarts who plays shortstop, and uh, San Diego does have a shortstop that had a couple of, you know, problems of getting injured, and then. Uh, doing some stupid stuff You know on a bike And then He right. takes some PEDs And he says I didn't know I could have taken PEDs Like yeah. Dude you grew up here You grew up here Most of your life You know exactly What you can and cannot take And if you're not sure They have professionals You can call At any point Any point of the day or night You can say Hey um Can I take cedron Exa- No you can't Okay cool right. What can I take Take Tylenol Take two of those, and if you have more pain, guess what? You're not to have to come into the into the the facility, and we treat you with the doctors, and that's how you get past, uh, you know, all the protocols. At this point, they want to move him all the way into the outfield. I've never in the White Sox, you know, organization remember him playing a uh, uh, outfield. So what does that tell you? That he's expendable, and mm-hmm. he's gonna be on the trade market. And I'm telling you right now, the Yankees will be hot in pursuit to get him.
2: You know what i didn't even think about that i didn't even think about that because i mean like you know whatever they were able to do this year um you know with him not being there i mean let me tell you something i know for a fact he was not there all year because i was sitting there watching and waiting for him to come up on my fantasy team all fucking year and then just i'm like all right like a week away and then all of a sudden they're like oh yeah um he took something he shouldn't have taken and now he can't do shit and i'm like damn it and then what he has another like 30 games once the season begins that he's gonna be suspended so i mean look at what's going on in the uh in the padres organization it's just the rich getting richer, getting richer i mean and you look at the two teams that were in the nlcs this year who was there right you're talking about the rich getting richer the phillies are definitely i mean they're not done they're gonna keep pushing for that championship until they get another one yeah And, and and the same thing with the Astros. Look, the Astros took uh, Abreu right from underneath y'all. Because I mean, let, let's be frank. Do you think he was? Do you think that if if the if the White Sox make the playoffs this year, that that Abreu is not on the White Sox next year?
1: Abreu doesn't leave. If we make the playoffs, he doesn't leave because he he's part of a winning culture. He was the man standing outside on the bench by himself at the end of every game, pissed off. That we keep losing over stupid shit, whether it was the defense, whether it was the, the manager, wh- whether it was guys not running all, you know, hard and playing hard. He was pissed off. And you can literally see on his face the disgust game after game. And that's why he left when you had an organization that has no idea what the hell they're doing. So your brain was like, you know what? I'm out of here. These guys are winning And they're showing me They want to win And they're gonna pay me Almost 20 million dollars Every year For three years Everybody's like Oh but he's old Yeah But he's been producing He's almost hitting 300 For his career And putting up 20 home runs And 80 RBIs For his career I don't give a fuck If he's fucking 45 If he's producing At that level You keep him They're talking Oh we're gonna move The kid down The kid's unproven you're in a window where you're. it's time to win. We don't know what that kid's going to do the whole year. He's never played a whole year at first base. He's never had a full year of, of playing consistently. He was in and out of the lineup. We're talking about uh, 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 Sheets and, and Vaughn. We're talking about yep. two guys that are going to be playing first. Unproven. At this point, your window is literally Just a bit open The White Sox window Is barely cracked open It's letting a little breeze in Because it's hot inside the house That is it (laughs) Because the rest of it It's hot inside the house Because there's a lot of Fucking hot air Between Moncada TA uh, The fucking organization at, at, At the front office Talking all Well Well we made an offer Hey, bro. Yeah. I'm sick of I'm sick of offers, bro. This isn't eBay where you're just gonna fucking bid on this. Like, well, you know what? I, I don't want to pay that much for it. If you fucking want it, you're gonna buy. You're gonna pay full price or a premium for it, and that's what the rest of the league is doing.
2: Absolutely, and the problem is, is that both of these teams on both sides of town are sitting stagnant. And they're not doing shit. They are not doing shit. I mean, like you look at at what team. It, you We talked about this before a little bit. The Texas Rangers. The oh, Texas Rangers I are just signing that. everybody, right? They the got Rangers. what? Was that Martin Perez? They got mm-hmm. Jacob DeGrom mm-hmm. five years, 185. Mm-hmm. And then what happens is once they do that, well, Verlander moves from the Astros over to the Mets for two years and $86.7 million. I mean, for a, a, what, a 40 or 38 39 40 year old i thought for sure number one i thought for sure verlander was was going back to the uh, astros because i thought he wanted to run it back i thought for sure especially the way he came out last year and you know you had to remove that doubt after all the shit that went down last time they won a championship and you got his wife up there and all this shit. I thought for sure verlander was gonna run it back with Houston. But he goes up to to uh um he Work. goes up to the Mets and the Mets are another team just getting richer and richer. It's ridiculous. You look at the fact that that you know LA and the Dodgers are kind of in a little bit of a hell right now because they're they have a lot of moving pieces. Uh, you got what you, your third baseman is gone now, you got uh Trey Turner gone. So I mean, like they're they're gonna have to figure it out. You you're losing some of your starting pitch, and you got Kershaw coming back, but you got what Tyler anderson uh going over to the angels who, who, i don't know what what they're doing but nobody knows what they're doing yeah. but i mean overall you're seeing you're seeing the same teams move you got like, Kelly, uh, kenley jansen your guy from the dodgers who went to the astros now he ends up in the, uh in awesome. boston i mean up and down you're looking at other teams verlander mets uh quintana you guys could have had quintana for cheap to the mets Right there. I mean, like, it's it's crazy that we're not seeing either one of these teams really make any push whatsoever, except for, you know, a one year deal for Bellinger and a prove it deal. And then that four year deal for Tyon, who was supposed to be this prospect years and years ago. That's why you get him out of four years for 68 million. Yeah.
1: And I mean, again, for the White Sox, all you have is Clevenger to put your hat on. And this is a guy who was injured for a full season. I mean, yes, you're familiar with him, and he's familiar with the AL Central, but it's a one-year prove-it deal for $12 million. That's super cheap. I'm going to tell you right now, the last time the White Sox signed a long-term deal was 2011, five-year, $65 million contract for John Danks. He, uh, he never got an ERA, ERA lower than 4.71. So in the mind of Jerry and and, and uh, um, Rick, well, Rick Hahn probably wasn't even there. It was uh, uh, Kenny. You're looking at, you know, I, I got snakebitten because I trusted a guy that was homegrown and I gave him a big contract, quote unquote, for the White Sox. Uh, and that's why they didn't re-sign Rodon for big money, even though you grew him out and you let him go and now he's available. But now you're priced out because you don't want to spend that type of money. You're looking at, um, you know, your boy that just left the Cubs, Wilson Contreras. Yep. Five years, eighty-seven mil- 9 million, $9 I get that we got a catcher that's that's making good money like that. But he he is a leader. He's a leader.
2: That right there pisses me off more than anything else because that is a cheap-ass contract. It is. is The Chicago Cubs could not offer him that money on a cheap-ass contract. So now he gets to go. He he leaves Chicago. He leaves the Chicago Cubs to go to our biggest rival to essentially replace Yadier Molina, who he should have been for the Cubs, period. Make that move. Hold on to your people. Yeah, I I know that as as an actual like a a game caller or whatever you want, he's not the greatest, right? mm -hmm. Like he's he's he can block the ball, but I mean like he doesn't call a great game. But offensively, you need the offense. You flat out need the offense. Yeah,
1: he's definitely again. He is a cornerstone. You guys had him. You know, his rookie year was a 16th year, I believe, and uh, he came out and uh, after after you know Rossi uh, retired and he became the main catcher. Um, he has Rossi as his his manager. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're not going to learn from one of the best uh, callers uh, of, of games, you have a manager. He can learn how to call a game. He's
2: not like an old dog you can't teach new tricks to. He, gonna, what, what are they going to rely on? Fucking Jan Gomes now.
1: You know what? I, yeah, you have Jan Gomes on your. I mean, he's, a
2: fine, he's look. He's a fine catcher. He he was the best catch up a uh, uh, backup catcher in all of Major League Baseball last year. Like he he could start at pretty much any team. You know what I mean? That you need. That you need a, a catcher But I'm just saying Like it's disappointing Because that was your guy
1: That that was your guy And you know again Right now we, we still have Some free agents That are out there That you guys are, are courting uh, yeah. Whether it's Christian Vasquez uh, yeah. uh,
2: Christian Vasquez Just signed Who do you, you sign with uh, Let me tell you right now Because I, I just saw That come across Who I mean like what, You gotta Tell me who it is That the White Sox Should be looking at Right now Because that's that's drives me nuts as well The fact that Neither one of these teams Are moving
1: yeah right now I mean I mean I would tell you right now I want Swans, uh Dansby Swans uh, why can't I say his name today uh, Dansby Swanson it would be uh, one person obviously I would love Korea too I mean th- those are the two main guys that you definitely would want on your team I mean let's be honest I wanted Contreras on our team I want to get rid of Grand uh, Grandal. I don't know why I can't speak today, but that's what it is. Um Abreu, I would have liked to see on the Cubs. To be honest with you, I, I think that that would have been a great fit for him. But I think he wants to, you know, get his bag and win at the same time. Um, I, I would love to see Abreu hit, you know, forty bombs coming out of Wrigley because right. he loves playing there because it's a small ballpark and especially in the, in the daytime, uh, that ball just, you know, it jets out of there, and, and that was his type of, of ballpark because he hits line drives. Um, another player that I wish the White Sox would have went after, you know, uh, would have been, uh, um, what is his name? Yeah, Q. Two years, $26 million. Yep. Yep. You know, you, you put him in the back of the rotation. You know what you're yep. going
2: to get. Nope. He's going he, to sit there and eat innings like yes. he's been last couple years. I think he was on the Brewers. I know he was with with the Mets. He was with the Pirates, just eating innings and just staying an active major league uh, uh, pitcher doing exactly what he does. He's reliable. You know exactly what you're going to get from him.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, right now you're looking at outfields. Everybody's talking about Joey Gallo. I do not want Joey Gallo. That dude hits like 071 Another DH. We don't need that in 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 with the White Sox. I mean, that's the problem with the White Sox. They do a lot of. Uh, let me get this DH or reclamation project. Uh, let's see, twenty five agents still standing. I mean, again, okay, I, I still don't I see anybody who we're gonna get.
2: There's a player that you wanted that you didn't get, and it was Brandon Nemo. Oh, that was Brandon. Yeah, Brandon. Wait, well,
1: he, he got a lot of money for for what he, he's been producing. He's been injured a lot. Um, I don't think he's worth the money that he did get, though. Do you?
2: I mean, not not really. But I mean, again, the, what this is free agency. You're you're overpaying a free agency. That is literally the name of the game, right? So I mean, th- he gets eight years, one hundred and sixty-two million dollars to go back and and uh, stay with the Mets. Look, I mean that that's where he played. It, it's a lot easier to take that money when I already live there. Yeah, I don't yeah. have to, get up to move. Yeah, you I don't for a new place, and you're gonna give me a bunch of money. I'm not gonna say no. No, I hear <laughs> like, you. You know what I mean? Like, hey, like, are you are you thirsty? Nah, eh, not really. You want a beer? I mean, like, I'm not I'll gonna take say one.
1: No. <laughs> I'll take one. No,
2: right? Like, I'm a shit. you want to give me one. I got with you. Sh- you know that's how it works. So there, there's just it, it feels like there's a lot of stagnant uh, movement uh, coming on both sides of uh, both sides of town. Um, another player that the Mets brought in was uh, right-hander Kodai Senga. Uh, Japanese player. They gave him a five-year, seventy-five million-dollar contract. Um, he is the prized pitcher of Japan, and he is a part of that uh, free-agent spending frenzy that has rocketed the Mets' payroll past previous records. Um, I was looking earlier, and, and I couldn't like the numbers that I was looking at on these on these uh, uh, payrolls. And the uh, um, the league average for what these these players are getting paid right now, it is nuts. Um, the Cubs are at like 104 million of, on the payroll, which is low right now. Yeah, that's like league average right now. It's it's really
1: bad to tell you the truth. Because if I if you look at what the White Sox could have done, um, you, you look at you know they're they're a couple years too late. You know they're they're a dollar short all the time. In 2019, Bryant Harper signed for 13 years, 330 million. With the Phillies, right? So he's making twenty-six million a year. These guys are now making forty million a year. Look at Judge's contract, and then his contract mm-hmm. drops down to twenty-two million a year for the, the last three when he's he's in a he's be a, yeah, at what thirty-six at that point. So that's going to be a super cheap contract at that point for that caliber of a player. Springer in twenty-one
2: signed six years for one hundred and fifty million with the Blue Jays. So I I, and and here's the thing too is that I was looking at those numbers too and most of those are, are heavy back end deals right so like the first uh, the first couple seasons um, they're only making I I forget who oh it's Tatis I looked at like his first I think this last year he made like seven. 7 million and then next year it's like 10 million and yeah. 11 million like the last four seasons when he's like you know late 20 or late 30s um, it goes to like 36 million a year so I mean a lot of these deals are back ended and they, you know they figure okay hey if you last this long this is your money I mean we're gonna have to if you get traded somebody's gonna have to pay you some money because correct? contract you know what I mean shit I, I think something I saw something today where the uh, in the, the trade Turner's year age 41 season or whatever it is they uh, uh, the Mets will still be paying yeah. Bobby 73 yeah. at that time so I mean like hey you make your money um, but yeah I mean some of these payroll numbers let me take a look here so I mean right now uh, going into the 2023 season uh, the Mets with their 40 man roster uh, I'm their roster at 40 with a 26 man payroll 240 $53,758,332, okay? Then you go down to the Mets with $207 million, Phillies $175, is $172, and the Braves at $162. Uh, Dodgers are actually in seventh at $152, and the Cubs are at uh, 14th with 104. And you know what the Cardinals are at? 115 and that the difference right there that's a one Wilson Contreras this is the difference between the payroll of those two teams right now mm-hmm. but that also tells you that they have money tied up in guys like um uh who's a damn pitcher I, I just saw him on there the, the pitcher that they signed last year Marcus Stroman you got Stroman's owed a lot of money yeah Stroman's yeah. owed a lot of money and then they got Seiya. so they, there's a couple of players that that they owe money too, but even at that point, you're still at 104 million. So you're literally league average right now, because that's a, a what 101 uh, million is league average. Yeah, unless Why you're are you not spending that money. I don't understand. The socks, even the socks, are, are more than a Cubs. And the socks are 139.
1: Yeah, 139. Because you put a, a lot of a lot of stock into those young players, like Robert and, and you know Eloy and you know Tim and it's, Moncada. But if all not, got if pa- even, paid early at a cheap. If
2: you look at their contracts, they're they're relatively cheap. They're very to cheap. The rest of the
1: yeah, the White Sox picked up the option to Anderson. It's super cheap for a shortstop of his production. Um, if you look at what we need, we need a second baseman and we need possibly two outfielders. Uh, left left of available at second base, you have Adam Frazier, Josh uh, Josh Harrison, Cesar Hernandez, who we used to have. Uh,
2: Sorry, Josh Harrison, too?
1: Yeah, that's too, right, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Odor, Villar, Chang, per, uh, Peraza, Alberto, Owings yeah i mean i love wings but not owings and walton so i mean all these guys are not worth it they're 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 nothing that you should be you know excited about i mean and unless one of these guys is going to turn into a, a, a switch positions at shortstop like swanson andrews iglesias even danny mendick is up there anderson simmons yeah, uh, Gonzalez and Gregorius; those guys ain't switching positions at this point. I think Danny Mendez proved that he can hit and field, and he'll probably pick up a, a backup spot on a winning team. But there's nobody there besides Swanson, Correa, and, and probably—I mean, do you want to take a chance on Iglesias?
2: I mean, you can. Well, shit! At this point, what is
1: it? <laughs> I mean, literally, at this point, you're throwing shit against the wall and see if it sticks. I mean, for the White Sox, I mean, I mean, unless you're going to go with the young kids and bring somebody up from the, from the minors. But there's nobody at second base that, that would be exciting to bring up right now. I, I don't think they're even ready. Um, anybody at the, well, your third baseman's is pretty solid. But, I mean, would you take a Justin Turner at, at the age of 38 or a You know what
2: I mean? It, yeah. That, and that's the thing is that those, those – that's the position where the old man plays, right? That's, oh, yeah. That's – Third or first, you know what I mean. Like you're not you. You don't have to worry about you know getting your ass over there too quick. You'll get there eventually. The fat guy, <laughs> is the old guy, he plays third base, right? I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. You know I mean, unless you have a prospect like Chris uh, Chris Bryant, but he can play outfield anyway. I mean, unless you're talking about a guy like Nolan Arenado, who is just a very good you know third baseman. That's why he wins Gold Gloves. You know. Yep. So I mean, that's what it is. But I mean, like I, I, a team like this right now doesn't need a 38 year old player, a 39 year old player. That those guys are the guys that perfectly fit on the fucking dodgers yeah oh yeah so what so who 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 is coming up on the dodgers where they don't need turner anymore because he's been a very important piece to them winning championships yeah they got
1: rid of both turners and they got rid of peterson they got rid of like a bunch of players that have come up to their system Uh, um and i think a lot of it has to do with the mookie betts contract uh where they're going to turn over these big contracts away um because they, they feel like you know what we've got to get younger we got to get uh, more production we got to do more of a long term they're probably going to take a step or two back now that with San Diego you know snapping and yes. buy, buying a bunch of free agents but as we've seen time and time again sometimes that does that doesn't always equate a winning a winning team or winning uh, a championship pedigree how many times have we seen the Mets and 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 the Padres do this year after year they, they uh, the, the the Mets the Mets have, see here's the thing the though. Mets this haven't is, won anything with, since what? what the Subway That's Series what I'm have,
2: is you got, you got to look at recent vintage because you can't you, you go back in time it's it's been traditionally the yankees and the dodgers to get all those players right, right. so now you're seeing teams that play against the Yankees and the Dodgers finally saying I'm tired of this shit I'm going to yeah. do it myself Yeah, and that's what the Mets are doing and that's what uh, uh, that's what the Padres are doing and that's what the Boston Red Sox did to finally get over the hump right so like that's what you did you had to build an all- all-star team to get past those guys um, or, or you could do it the homegrown way like the Rays do and they just like somehow find all these guys you're like hey uh, everyone you know let's go scout uh, you know uh, DR and Venezuela and bring everyone over here like you don't speak English it doesn't matter you'll never learned you live in florida you're good so like they just come on they bring them over and all of a sudden they got this all-star team full of nobodies you never heard of it's like the you know the the all latin america uh all-star team and they go up there and what they do they beat up on the yankees and they beat up on the red sox they don't do much when it comes to the time to the playoffs i mean but they do it you know so the, what you're seeing is a retaliation by teams that have have been uh Tired of dealing with Yankees Bullshit and with the Dodgers Bullshit and you're seeing other teams come up To uh, you know like I said if you can't beat Them shit dude, beat them but beat them at their own Game I guess yeah you, I mean at this Point what uh,
1: how much did the Mets Spend already 350 360 million All this of year they spent all the money Like you had more money they're like yeah I guess I, I mean, mean so fire up the printer like <laughs> Oh my god I can't uh, you know who, Who's really happy about that is our friend Anthony Fuentes yeah I know I know I'm going to have to go buy a Mets hat I'm going
2: to buy a Mets hat
1: be, I'm going to buy, buy a Mets hat Just so I can go take a picture with him Because I know he's fucking ecstatic right now Especially since so the Jets are in the playoff hunt as well
2: <laughs> Yeah I mean that's, Hey that, that's a hell of a time to be a Mets and a Jets fan
1: Right the second tier yeah. teams I like, hey, I can relate
2: well, we, <laughs> we need to have him come back and, and so he can uh, you know talk shit about all about that give him a uh, give him a platform to speak all his shit out
1: oh definitely i'll definitely book him for the next in a couple couple weeks i get him in before the end of the year um i'm looking at left fielders right now uh, cuz you know the white Sox need one cuz they have Spider-Man that's going to be dh most of the time uh, I, I swear to God, that's a marketing ploy right there. Dress them up as Spider-Man as a bobblehead, and people will come in droves. There'll be forty-five thousand people at the uh, U.S. Slugger or, or <laughs> the Guarantee Rate or whatever the fuck you want to call it these days. I, I'm really pissed off at the White Sox, as you can tell. So if I'm overdue dogging them, but look, not fielders, Joey Gallo. I, I don't, I don't need another reclamation party that, project. You know, but
2: no. But what are, you, what are you talking about, dude? That is exactly what the White Sox love. That they, they're like, hey, did you have a lot of potential once? Dallas Keiko, come on over. I got a spot for you on the bench.
1: <laughs> That's exactly what happens with these teams. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no way. Now, Andrew That's ben- a Reinstorf move. Yeah, it is. Uh, Andrew Benintendi, I would love to have him. Love, to, love him. Love him. But they're not gonna buy him. I don't they're not gonna get him. Uh Profar, maybe. Fam, a little too old.
2: Come on, fam.
1: Come on, fam. Yeah, center fielders. Nemo's out, out the pitcher now. Uh, hey,
2: listen, if, if Tommy Pham comes over to the White Sox, I might have to buy a shirt that just says Pham on it. <laughs> I mean, yeah,
1: there you go. There you go. There you go. That uh, reminds,
2: reminds me of my guy, uh, uh, Mike
1: One. There you go. Uh, mm-hmm. There's Billy Hamilton's only 32. I thought that dude was 42.
2: He's well, little- yeah, yeah, because because that, that dude, let me tell you something. At 32, he probably looks the same as, as he did when he was 18, and he's going to look the same when he's 72. Right? like He's he's thin. He's got the dreads. They're just going to be longer. Like He's going to be that same. He's going to be that cat sitting on the side of the side telling, oh, It wasn't a show back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> going to right
1: field, which we need to. There's nobody out there. Will Myers, no, no thank you. Michael Conforto, that's an interesting name. That's the name of yeah. the guy who didn't play for a whole year after an injury. Um, the White Sox were feeling him out. Maybe we we'll are bring him in this year. Maybe not. And, he had like
2: two two different injuries where he missed a whole year, or something yeah, like that. Yeah,
1: he he missed the, the COVID year for an injury, and then had another injury that took him out the whole year. Uh, but you're looking at Michael Conforto, who's only thirty. Um, and hasn't played in two years, so you can say what he's 28 in baseball years. I don't know. I don't know what you want to say, but I mean, I, I take a That's one person I would take a fly around because he had, he was having such a good season before he got hurt, and he's only yeah. 30. You maybe give him one or two year deal and, and plug right field, and then with with left field, you can put in you know Vaughn over there and, and Spider Man and Larry Garcia who plays every damn position. Larry. <laughs> Anybody you want on these lists, man.
2: Um, I want to talk about uh, who I, I want to talk specifically about the, who the Cubs didn't get. And I want to talk about who they have in the minors that I think they're waiting on. But I'm going to do that next segment.
1: Oh, you're going to do that next. Time. All right. Let me finish it off this segment. Then with the White Sox, they actually uh, did add somebody. They added depth this past Friday, signing Victor Reyes to a minor, minor league deal. Surprise, surprise. Bring out the streamers from the Detroit Tigers. Who right, write Reyes on November 10th and he opted to become a free agent after rejecting his triple-A assignment. Reyes' deal with the White tex includes a non-roster invite to spring training. Uh, Reyes becomes the leading candidate to fill Chicago's fourth outfielder spot because they cut Adam Engel, who was having a pretty good season until Tony got here. Uh, switching an outfielder can play all three outfield positions, obviously, because he's got he needs a job. And uh, he's well above average arm, but the Venezuelan doesn't come close to matching the speed and defensive capability of Adam Engel. I just said that. Uh, Victor Reyes' addition to the White Sox, uh, to the 40-man roster. So they have a lot of people on there. Uh, you know, they non-tendered a- Engel. Pollock opted out of his contract. is going to take over at the age. You're looking at Vaughn. He's going to return to his natural position at first.
2: Huh? I just left. <laughs>
1: Who left? E. Pollock was like, Fuck this. I'm out. Yeah, fuck yeah, he did. He was one of those guys with, with you know, with him and the, the other two pitchers, we have uh, Lance Lynn and 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 uh, the slider uh, getting pissed off at the Latin guys because they're just fucking fucking around in the in clubhouse laughing it up. And it's like, Motherfuckers, we just lost four fucking games in a row. Why are you guys all happy? You know, they called them out. And that's, that's probably what Pollock left. He said, This. This clubhouse is not is not doing what, what it's supposed to do. It was it was a really fractured clubhouse, and people don't they don't report that a lot. But it really was.
2: You know, uh, you know who would have uh, fixed that?
1: Alazy, AJ Hinch. That's all. Oh, no, AJ Hinch. We would have. We probably would have won the uh, AL championship. We, I know you called that a while ago. I
2: seen that shit for three years now. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I know Rick Rickon's over here, sitting his fucking hands, not doing shit.
2: And yeah, he look. He, I, I still first of all the fact that he it sounds like he got to pick a manager this time is amazing in itself okay but I mean like who in the fuck? who, who is who is signing with this guy knowing that he has no autonomy to get who he wants like, and that, it's all going to be reclamation projects. Yes. It's all it is because you look at what happened with that organization last year. Everyone on God's green earth knows that 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 uh, managerial hire of Tony LaRusso had nothing to do with the GM whatsoever. So, I mean, like, they're like, well, why am I even going to deal with you when I have to sit there? I'm not negotiating with the GM. I'm new- negotiating. You're a puppet for this guy over here. Yep. I want to pull back the curtain and talk to us.
1: Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. I mean, you're looking at the guy they hi- he hired. It was Pedro Grafo And I'm like, okay, he's a good baseball lifer. That's great. Whoa,
2: whoa, whoa. What you said was who? Yeah. That's what you said. Let's be honest. I did. I did. I had to Google his shit three times, and that's because I kept misspelling it.
1: <laughs> I mean, And I did my research, and he's, he's a baseball lifer. He's one of those guys that will – he's a Ricky Renteria. He's going to teach the guys. He's <laughs> Seriously, he's a what? Is
2: that, uh, Dale, remember Dale Swain?
1: Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yes, he is. yes, from
2: Kansas City. Yes. Dale Swain, here you go. Yeah, who exactly, exactly, that yeah, E U E M. Come on, man.
1: Yeah, I, no, it cut out, I couldn't hear you. Um, <laughs> fucking Zoom. So, pretty much what I'm saying is like, this guy's a, another reclamation project. Like, hey, we're gonna give you a shot after we missed on AJ Hinge.
2: Yeah, well, the guy that. that he
1: really wanted, you know, handcuffed him.
2: too late, three years too late, whatever Ex- it was. Exactly. And
1: this is what and at, I'm telling you right now if, if the White Sox are not doing well at the trade deadline, you fucking blow it up all over again and you fucking fire everybody from head to fucking toe, sell the fucking team. I don't give a fuck. I'm tired of fucking losing. I want to be the Mets. I want to fucking go out there and just go for broke and spend all my fucking money to go see a game because we have a fucking all-star team like the Dodgers, the Yankees, now the Mets, fucking Padres. The fucking Padres are spending money. Oh, Texas.
2: What do you, what do you think there, because we know what the Cubs revenue is, and I mean, here's the thing you gotta remember about the Cubs. I mean, despite the fact that they did all that work outside and uh, uh, you know, with Gallagher Way and uh, all the shops and everything that was put around there, that's not all paid for by the Cubs. You have stores that operate, you have restaurants that operate out of there. The, I know that the uh, there is a restaurant owned by the Cubs. I know that the hotel is owned by the cubs but other than that you have other retailers renting space there and that's how you know what i mean even though you got the clubs the cubs clubhouse and all that stuff these other vendors are paying to have their space there right so you're making some money off of that and you better be making a lot of money off of that considering the fact that like the amount of money that you've already put into this project now we know that the attendance dropped quite a bit for the for the cubs this year like the lowest it was in like 15 years or whatever for good reason because you know you're seeing that you right now it was a lay down year everyone was like well it's to see what happens here it's the exact same thing that we're dealing with with the Chicago Bears right now let's see what happens let's see which one of you guys pans out and some will and some won't right we saw that we saw that with Schwindel. we saw that with, with uh with that key wizzy pet wisdom mm-hmm. right so we're we're kind of going through it right now but the problem is is that the the White Sox did all this work to build a homegrown team and it's just not clicking and and there's i'm gonna tell you the most interesting thing that's gonna happen this upcoming season is the fact that you have lost your leader in the clubhouse in abreu and i i think i talked about about it before about tim anderson having to be the guy that steps up but here's the the kicker right here ready yeah how much spanish does uh ta speak i want to know i mean he's had to learn some in passing right uh, Dame la pelota. That's probably yeah. what he knows, and uh, right. tacos. La like that's that's all, that's cool and all, and that's like you know it's a cute parlor trick. But here's the thing: what what is the percentage of players, especially your position players, that are of Latin descent? And Abreu was the elder statesman there, and he was supposed to be that key to all these young Hispanic guys coming from Venezuela and DR and all these other places, right? He's gone. You got all the Cubans on that team, hey. So what do you what are you going to do? Are they going to respect and listen to Ta and let him be the leader, or, or are they going to have to sit there and you got what, you got, you got some Grandal? He does what 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 cachet does he have with that team? Just None. that he's old?
1: No, because he's never there. He's always hurt. It, it, what, what the what the White Sox are is that Peter Guffel is going to be a great communicator. And he's going to bring this team together I'm going to tell you right now These guys are set in their ways They don't fucking hustle They don't play great defense And they pout like fucking two euros When they don't get their way It it
2: feels like this team is is made up of a bunch of guys Who were told they were the best forever And then because he might have some Fucking you know a dirt farm right they came out there they had a stick and no shoes and a, and a soda can or a pop can thank you very much you that go. they were hitting down the block right that was their whole baseball training and they just happened to hit that that can the farthest you know what i mean and then they get down to one of these uh baseball academies that mlb has set up and they make all this money even though it's not that much money and yeah. they think their shit don't stink no more. Yeah. So instead of playing like a team, they're playing like different entities who happen to be on the same team.
1: Yeah, last we talked about that last week where you got these guys who, uh, like you said, they, they were told their shit doesn't stink. They, they came up to the ranks really fast and they were the next coming. They were the next coming. And guess what? The White Tech's like, well, you know what? We don't want to pay everybody. We don't pay people in free agency very well. So let's secure the bag now and, and have them for long term for super cheap. And guess what? If it works, we're fucking geniuses. But guess what? That fucking bag just exploded, and you got shit all over your face, Raycon. So guess you know, what?
2: I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you what happened, okay? They went to the Verizon store, and they wanted to get that brand new that brand new iPhone, right? But they said, nah, I'm not paying, like, you know, what, two grand for a new iPhone. I'm going to go check out Boost Mobile. Because Boost Mobile, you know, they, they, they hook you <laughs> up you got that like iphone like device like it's not quite an iphone but it's like a like an iphone with an if it's very similar but it's just like it's like iphone adjacent right it's not quite an iphone and then they're like well you know what's your cellular service oh we just leech off of the other towers okay cool cool yeah that's kind of okay yeah let me see all right you got any baseball players that are exactly like that because that's what i want i want all of them i don't want that verizon shit i don't need the whole plan right i'm not you're not sucking me up in a two-year plan for all that money i'll take that shit on the side right like did he just return that phone i want that one right there that one that he returned he dropped it it don't matter it's cool i'll take the crack screen all that shit that is how they shop
1: yeah they they, they, they really do shop at the thrift store uh with the broken toys with one arm the paint's coming off the fucking no, man see
2: here- it's not even the thrift store and i'm gonna tell you from experience the, thr- the thrift store you find some shit that people didn't know what they had right and if the example you could use there is if they had someone that they were not playing that was very good and they sent him off to another team and they're like oh, all of a sudden he blossomed how come the white Sox didn't know about that no 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 no. that did happen they- well well yeah but i mean that, that was a desperation move but they knew how good he could be right that's the difference the difference is is that they're not even going after that shit because they're just trying to do what they can with what they got. That's the difference. And they Even if you have got the money, you don't want to what Yeah. Yeah. Why am yeah. I, why am I this revved up over a team I don't even <laughs> move for?
1: Cuz it's still Chicago at the end of the day, especially when you're going to go ask for a permit from the city of Chicago so you can build a fucking bar out there and try to be like Wrigley, but that won't put that money back into the fucking team.
2: Uh, okay. M- make it make sense.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back with more three up and three down. This time, we'll break down the cups right after these messages. I think I'll perplex him with my slow ball. One, two, three strikes are out.
2: Hey guys, it's Steven. And this is Sean, and you are listening to True Chicago Sports Fans. Don't forget to listen to No War on the Weekend, new episodes on Monday. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. Yeah, so we're going to go do a couple of shots, so let's kick it back over to Big Z and E-Rock. Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fans Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Oh yeah. Welcome back to three up and three down, and now let's talk about the inaction of the uh, Northsiders because uh, I just almost had an aneurysm trying to figure out what the fuck the White Sox <laughs> are doing. So don't even give me. Let's let's. Let, I'm gonna try to bring out my blood pressure and uh, breathe when I talk about these Cubs because right now I'm looking at two guys that should be on the Chicago three. guys, uh, three, three guys have Cubs. That are not in the Chicago Cubs, and there are three names that I mentioned, two at least, that I I mentioned a little bit earlier. Mm -hmm. Xander Bogarts. How the hell you didn't go? Like, Korea's still out there. And that's last year when he was the one, right? The the Twins gave him that that weird ass, like, one year, let's see what happens deal. Really, just he had to sit there and rot and watch his old team and his replacement win the World Series. Yep. And win the World Series MVP while he sat there. And I remember a specific moment, I believe it was in the playoffs, cause the twins were out of it. He joined the studio group a crew and he had to interview uh Pena during the during the, one of these uh, uh the playoff appearances and I'm like, Man, how salty has he gotta be to be just left that team and they win the World Series.
1: You know, it's crazy because you know, it, all stories, you know, in the middle of the season it's like, Oh yeah, He's practicing with us. He goes, you know, on his days off, he calls us and we're doing all this stuff with the twins. All the young guys are loving him. And, like, he's telling them he's coming back. And then the World Series happens. He's like, motherfucker, the grass isn't greener on the other side. You know, he went to take the bag and you don't get a championship. So it's, it's either one or the other. you either going to take the bag and get the money, you know, like uh, Scherzer did in New York. Or you're going to go try to win a championship. You know, Scherzer at, at the end of his career. So, you understand that. But Correa is in his prime right now. So, he opted out. And he's like, all right, let's see who can pay me. And I can take a little bit of, of a cut, but can I win somewhere? Or can I build a winning culture around me?
2: Yeah. I, and that's the thing is that if you look at the list of the shortstop free agents that were available, right? You got your Trey Turner. You got Xander Bogarts. You got Carlos Correa. And you got Dan Swanson. Mm-hmm. Swanson and Correa are still out there, right? sign them both uh, uh, Correa is the youngest Correa is yep. only 28 yep. right so you're talking about a guy that should be going into the prime of, of his career right now oh yeah and sitting there and sitting there and sit there and you look at like I said what the Padres are doing well, we, hey we, we have an all-star all star, uh, caliber shortstop let's go ahead and and take another one and replace him and figure out what we're going to do with that shit later let's stack our chips instead of like you know, well I don't know man I, I'm um you, know, you go go ahead and take my chips. No. Nope. Stack your fucking chips. And we're not seeing uh, it's 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 wild to um, to not see any movement. I'm not surprised about White it's not making a lot of movement because that's kind of how their their track record is, right? But we've seen the Cubs make hits, right? Even when they went after a guy like Jack Peterson try to make sure that you continue and, and to fill out that roster and 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 when they went out and got uh, uh, um who am I thinking of right now? Melky Cabrera. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. Uh, Jason, when, when the Cubs uh, hired, uh, brought in Jason Hayward, who just signed a minor league deal with the Dodgers, yep. And like literally half of that, you know, 2016 team, John Lester, John Lackey, like all these guys that they that brought in as free agents, and now it's like they're sitting on their hands, they're waiting to see where the other shoes going to drop. Well, pretty soon, pretty soon, he could be running uh, running out of shoes, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. You look at Bogarts, who's a Cubs should have had. There's there's no reason I couldn't win after him, right? Yep. You got Trey Turner, who went over there and joins the Phillies, the rich getting richer, right? Mm-hmm. So now we're sitting here and we're looking at the guy that I've been talking about for a year and a half now in Wilson Contreras. Wilson Contreras, who, like I said, left the Cubs to go be Yadier Molina's replacement, who he should have been. For the Cubs He should have been Our Yadier Molina And I've said that Several, several times And the amount of money That he got For that small amount Five years, okay What, 80-something million Like he's not He's making like 10 million a year It's It's ridiculous Okay Now you just lost Christian Vasquez Because he got a Three-year deal With Minnesota So who the hell Knows what they're Going to do Because they just Let Gary Sanchez Walk out the door Mm -hmm. Okay You look at the What are you going To do with catcher Okay Like I said What are you going To Jan Gomes Is going to be your guy
1: You got uh, Miguel Amaya And Jan Gomes Okay, Amaya's your young buck, he's
2: 23, 6'2 I know Amaya, Amaya, but I mean That's what I'm saying, like why wouldn't you I I don't know, you allow that guy to come up In the system, right, unless you think that he's Ready now, is that what's going, do you think That they have enough faith in this young guy To know that he'll be able to step in and and Be productive in in a year
1: No way, no way, that kid is not ready yet You gotta learn under the toolage of One of the veterans, and I mean Jan Gomes is a Veteran that can teach him a lot of stuff, but I don't think he's the guy. Like you know, you had David Ross, who, who who was your main catcher, and then you had you know Contreras underneath him. He learned a lot from a guy who was at the end of his career. Young Gomez is still still playing and still doing his thing. I mean, I, I don't think that they have faith in him. But also, like I don't see the Cubs signing one of these uh, free agent catchers. That who is out there for free agent catchers? I think we talked about that. Like there's really not much out there.
2: Yeah, you I mean you got Gary Sanchez, like I just mentioned. Uh, you got George Alfaro, who's thirty years old. Tucker Barnhart, who's thirty-two. Uh, Jason Castro, old man, thirty-six. Roberto Perez is thirty-four. Mm-hmm. Uh, Austin Hedges is out there at thirty years old. Sandy Leon is is uh, thirty-four. I would say Omar Navarez that Yeah, he's got some pop
1: yeah. in his bat. He can eat. Thirty-one years old. He can call a know. game. He he calls really yeah. good games.
2: So I mean, and it, and it's not like the Cubs have been shy about bringing in a guy like that before. So I mean, like if you're looking for someone to be around, because I mean that's a pretty long list when you look at like who has who has major league uh, eligibility and can't go back to the minors. That's what your free agents are essentially, right? Yeah. So I mean, like you know, you look at that list going up and down. Omar Navarre will be your only option if you're trying to pair him off with someone like uh, Jan Gomes just for the, the for just for the season. You know what I mean? You can give Omar Navarro two years and, and feel okay about that.
1: Yeah, I'm over here looking at the uh, Cubs minor league system, and it, you know they, it gives you uh, their position and their estimated time of arrival, their ETA. You're looking at, yeah. uh, I'm looking for a catcher, Miguel Amaya's for for next year, so they have him projected to be on the opening day roster. Um, yeah. And that's the only other... That's the only catcher that's on there. Do you have another catcher? But he doesn't look like he'll be ready until 2025. Moises Ballesteros. Yeah. Ballesteros.
2: That guy's, that guy's only 19 years old. Um, is that internet. Was that part
1: of the youth Irish deal? I'm not sure. Because, you We've know, they, they, they traded for 17 and 18-year-olds, and it's been a couple of years. But I don't see anybody there. And, you know, the free agent market is pretty dry. So... Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't think that uh, letting Contreras go was the best idea moving forward when you said you're going to spend money on being competitive. That is not a move that, that looks like it's going to be competitive.
2: I mean, the thing is, is that again, I think shortstop is the biggest need of concern because you look at uh, what they have coming up in the in the majors and what they what they don't have right now. Who's major league ready, right? You got guys like Brendan Davis and, and uh, Canario who look like they're going to be coming up, you know, this upcoming season. So you're you should be okay when you're filling in outfield spots. You lose yes. uh, Hayward, but you got Saya and you got Ian Happ, so you should be good there. And bringing up Davis. You know what I mean? Like, you just, you should have enough talent there to be able to. And you also have Christopher, uh, Christopher Morell who's been, uh, uh, really came up last year and did really well. Um, you got a couple of pitchers coming up when you look at, you know, who should be ready this upcoming season. Uh, Hayden Wesnitsky, uh Caleb Killian, and Ryan Jensen all look like they should be coming up this year. Um, and, you know, you're talking about the guys that are already 25 years old. You know, so, I mean, like, we're looking at 20. We, we, realistically, you want your guys to come up when they're in their, 23 24 year old season right because that okay hey you ready we knew you're ready right um, but yeah Miguel Amaya is only 23 so I mean it looks like next year it should be when he's going to be coming up and uh, you know when you look up and down who is actually sitting in the minors you got a guy like Pete Crow Armstrong yes. who's been fantastic that's the guy right there to really look for because when he comes up um, I'm wondering how they're going to figure out the end of the outfield What because Ian Happ I think has one year left on his deal yep mistaken so you know you got him and you got alcantara right there yeah. kevin alcantara right there baby so they're they're lurking right there and is a big kid 6'6 188
1: i mean like so i mean we're talking about your outfield. you have such a, a plethora of outfielders of young outfielders uh on your on your roster now now and coming up so you're gonna have a lot of guys pushing up against that glass ceiling and you're gonna have a lot of competition and it's gonna be like, hey, are you producing? No? Okay, cool, then we'll send you down because you still have options and we're gonna bring the next kid up and you have that ability to, to show out. All right, here you go. You're at the show, show me what you got. And guess what? You have that the capability of like, all right, these I can't keep all of them. So now you have the ability, you have currency, for a trade and get yourself a veteran on the pitching staff, or maybe fill a hole after an injury, you're going to have that currency to to get yourself even better. Because I'm looking at your outfielders, and you have a bunch of good outfielders that showed up at the end of the season. Because I was watching Cubs baseball, because it was way more exciting than it was for the White Sox. And <laughs> let's be honest, I, I'm telling you, last last year I watched a lot of Cubs game because it was exciting to watch these kids ball out and show what they got. And going for they, showed, they were excited. I mean, yes. you look
2: at what was the difference between the Cubs' uh, record. In the Sox record at the end of the day. Not much. What five games?
1: Not much. Not
2: much. And that, for a team that literally like sent everybody away. Everyone. Yeah. You go, you, you're gone. Every fucking body. They got P and Hep and Contreras, and that and that was it. But uh, but yeah, I mean, look, brett you got Brendan Davis coming up soon. Uh, and and we talk about PCW, I talk about how good he's been. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, you look at the uh you still got Ed Howard out that there. That was my a question. Job. Um, And then Christian Hernandez is another guy, but he's only 19 years old. He's in, like, rookie ball right now. So, I mean, like, there are um, a lot of interesting things that are going to be in the movement because who is going to fill these spots that they need? That's the question. Uh, uh, Yeah, that's confusing because, I mean, I think
1: Nico Horner did a a pretty good job, but I still think that, you know, you have to replace him with someone even better. Um, Is it going to be one of the rookies that comes up? Is it going to be Ed Howard? Is he MLB ready? I mean, they're projecting for 24. I thought he yeah. should have been up last year, but he didn't. Got then he got hurt. Um, he would have been up last year without the injury because they, they brought up all the kids to see what they had. But I, I don't know what his progress is at the moment. But he is a ranked twentieth right now. Uh, he's lower than Kevin made. And I don't, did Kevin made play this year? I, I didn't. I don't remember seeing him on the field this year.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm not familiar. I'm not familiar with
1: the name, so I don't think he came up. So right now you're looking at you know your Nico Horner as your starting shortstop, uh, and I don't really think that that's enough. Again, also at second base with Nick Madrigal not staying healthy year after year, um, and he's no longer Nicky two strikes for you. He's a Nicky ground out and strikeout.
2: Now let me tell you something. I'm done with Madrigal. You can have him. I don't care what he does. Uh, Like I. I, I, I don't have the patience to deal with him I feel like he's a he's a he reminds me of Tyrus Thomas where like he doesn't understand how to pro- properly control his body when he goes after the ball uh, uh Tyrus Thomas had this problem where he would jump too high for the rebound and then like catch it at his chest and I'm like you were like fucking eight feet in the sky like you need to figure out how to jump properly mm-hmm. and uh and, and he just he, he had a weird thing around the basket but uh but you know that—that's what I feel about Magical. Like you see him like drift over. He takes weird angles sometimes. Like and he just like he, he has like these little tiny baby hands. Like this little carny that came out. Just he's like, all right, I unhooked the the tilt of world. Now let's go out and play some baseball. Like you little fucking weirdo. Like go away. Like it, it was so promising when you were first with the White Sox and you just flamed out enough to be traded for a guy like Kim, uh, Kimbrel like and, and 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 the the Sox had no problem getting rid of you either no oh, here we go no they so, they, they saw exactly you, you what was
1: on field yeah they saw exactly what was on the field and and they knew that that was a tradable chip that you know you guys needed a need and uh you, yeah. you to be honest with you you still won that trade cuz you got Cody Hoyer out of it Corey Hoyer is going to be a stud for you. I know he's listed as a relief pitcher, but he can be a starter. And I think that's something that, that you guys should look at as Corey Hoyer because he has nasty stuff. He's also coming off you know the what is it the Tommy John so it, they might ease him in in the, in the bullpen and but then, every,
2: everyone has Tommy John now like a lot of they, they oh yeah stories about like people having it like in high school just to make sure that they had it already right like yeah just like surgery type shit
1: yeah yeah so but again that kid's a stud he's got nasty nasty stuff he reminds me of uh, cease and how nasty his stuff is he just has to mature into his body and immature and, and uh, learning how to pitch rather than being a power pitcher
2: uh, you, you mentioned uh, Kevin Made. I'm pretty sure his last name is not Made, but it's Made because he is from the Dominican. <laughs> and um, so he was on the same team as uh, as Ed Howard. So he actually played a lot at, at third base, but he is they're saying he's a no doubt shortstop. So, um, that's that's who he is. Yeah. So, I mean, like now you look at Ed Howard, what that's another one is he to be a trade chip and stuff like that. But he's a big boy, he's 6'2 and he's from Chicago. So, um, and and if you remember, he was uh, from the uh, the Jackie Robinson, Robinson West uh, uh, Little League team way back when. So right. uh, there's interesting names sitting here when you look up and down the prospect list. But at the same time, you still have to fill out a major league roster, right? We still don't know who's going to be playing first base for the Cubs right now. No. We still don't know. No. Are you going to try to fit someone in that spot, or like what? What are you, you going to do? Like what are you going to do at first base, right? Yeah, I,
1: I don't know. Do you sign a veteran for super cheap just to be a placeholder because you do have a first baseman coming up pretty soon? Is he ready? I don't know. I mean, Matt Mervis you, is a while away. Is is he about okay? So he's a while away. So, I mean, uh, I mean, do you sign? You know, uh, who's who's this guy? Was it the uh, DH? I kept looking at that. You know, people were like, oh yeah, you should sign him. The White Sox should sign him I'm like, no, we're good on DHs. Uh, he played for uh, oh there, there that's his name Nelson Cruz. So,
2: it. yeah, you're talking about Nelson Cruz. I mean, look, that that dude, like, the reason his name is Cruz is because he came on the first cruise from wherever the hell he came from <laughs> in the first place, right? The first ever one, right? Where he had a paddle and shit. Like, that that dude, I'm pretty sure was on the 27 Yankees. Like, that's how long he's been around.
1: <laughs> Damn. Way to burn the man. Jesus. I'm just
2: saying, like, he's, he's, he is forever old. Like, you ever heard of Forever Young? He is forever Forever old, like he's been old since since Jam, Sam Jackson was young. Like that's how old he is. <laughs>
1: so, do you got uh, who do you sign? I mean, everybody that's a first baseman well, is
2: old. Unless, well, I mean, unless you're going to sit there and trot Alfonso Rivas out there and feel good about that, which I can't imagine that you will, you know, or PJ Higgins, like the, the guy that the the five yeah. ten guy that you know took a chance last year. He's a natural catcher, but I mean, there is no one on this roster. <laughs> There's no one on this roster that can play first. I'm just going through the whole thing. There's no one on this roster, period. The whole outfield, the whole outfield is, is this is crazy. Left field, you got Ian Happ. Right center, you got uh, Velasquez and Morel And right, you got Saip. Okay, Velasquez is going to be your floating oh, outfielder
1: right now. Well, Bellinger plays first.
2: Oh, does he really?
1: Yeah, he plays first. There's your well, first baseman right
2: there. Okay. Well, then they get the and he's team. a lefty. And he's now, a lefty. Now, now here's the interesting thing. The Cubs' current rotation there we go. is Marcus Stroman, Javier Assad, who came up, what, like the last game of the season last year, mm-hmm. and Adrian Sampson, that's their entire rotation right now. The yeah, Hendricks. who Hendricks. was I think he was hurt, so they, I don't think they have him on the 40. It's uh,
1: crazy, this team. This yeah. Team. Uh, I mean, is Justin Steele on there or no? Uh,
2: let me see who you got. You got he, came uh, up, he comes think, up there. So that's your fourth. That's your... Uh, you got Adzale who was hurt. That's the problem. Is you got a lot of these guys that are, and what they what they are calling their their forty man uh, uh, roster yeah. uh, roster right now. Then you got Miguel Amaya on there, and I think that's just so you can go into your your winter ball and all that stuff to play with. They got the they got the guy they got from what is it the Mets uh, Miles Master uh, Master Brainer? What masturbator? Yeah, Master Mastro Bro- Broly sure. <laughs> yeah, I got that guy, and uh, yeah. So I mean, like, these are a lot of guys that you're not going to remember in, in a couple years. That's that's the problem. It's like, unless they like just snap and they're amazing, you're, like, you're not going to hear from most of these guys. Keegan Thompson, I guess, is, Thompson. is a starter, um, and and I actually like Keegan Thompson. He's got a lot of he's got a lot of motherfucker in him. Like, <laughs> like, I feel, like, they, like, I feel like he's the type of dude that he strikes you out. He's like, yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that,
1: that's the kind of guy you want on your team. I would think you have a four man rotation right now. It's just figuring out. The, yeah. the, the fifth man, and you have a lot, like you said, a lot of guys in there in the, in the 40-man rotation that are, are question marks. You have, uh, you know, Caleb Killian, you got Ryan Jensen. Uh, you're looking at, you know, we don't know what's going on with Kyle Hendricks on his last year of his contract. Assad came up for a cup of coffee, Alizé. We know what he is already, and then again, like I said, your, your question mark is what they're going to do with Cordy Hoyer because he was projected to be your starter, um, at some point, but he got hurt. Um, and, and are they going to ease him in? I don't know where he is at on, on his rehab But again, you put him at the 5 And you rotate the 5 out and, you know, In and out every other, other week Put a different 5 out there I think that he'll bring him along And that way you limit his innings And you save him for, for minimal uh, meaningful games So again I, I think that the Cubs um, Are okay with the pitching rotation Because they had the best ERA in the second half of the season To end it So I think they'll be fine but, but as we both know, pitching can be very fickle. You can be great one year, and the next year you can fucking shit the can and leave it all over the walls. So right now, I, I don't know how to look at this pitching step. I, I I have confidence they'll be okay, but you're also going to have uh, a better Brewers team, a better Cardinals team. Yep. Yep. Um, so you're you're the facing Brewer, p-
2: the Brewers and Cardinals, who both have uh, Contreras catchers now. William Contreras was just traded to the Brewers in the deal that brought the uh, A's catcher Sean Murphy over to the to the Braves. So it goes from one A hat to the other A hat, and uh, Braves sent catcher Manny Pena to the Athletics and catcher uh, Contreras to the uh, Brewers. That's what I'm reading here. It's a lot of reading, which is hard. <laughs> um, anyway, so now both both the fucking Brewers and the Cardinals, the most hated rivals of the Chicago Cubs, have a Contreras on there. So good for them that they're going to be closer, but fuck you both now.
1: I mean, they can all they still live in Chicago. I mean, it's just St. Louis and it's just Milwaukee. It's a short drive either way.
2: Dick. They can do that. Both <laughs> together. they fucking you dick, you <laughs> bastards anyway yeah so i mean like I, I think what's happening right now is that you know i think what what chicago baseball fans in general just want is a cur- a christmas gift like give us something that we can hang our hat on give us something that we can brag to our friends about whether we're a north side or child can shit to our south side friends or vice versa i mean we want something to brag about on on christmas and we don't want to sit, be sitting there still crying into our hats that we haven't signed to anybody because that's where we are at this point the cubs need to go ahead and make a splash and get one of the i think you're you're still going to get people that talk shit about korea because of everything that went on with the astros but i think for the cubs to start putting asses back in seats you need to get a high profile guy on the roster and and lock him up for a, a bunch of years not just the way that the twins did when they got korea on that one-year deal I don't know what I really don't understand the end game of that. If he was just trying to compete in this shortstop market when he could have just made a shit ton of money on on whoever he wanted to sign with last year. I don't know if he was maybe waiting out the Cubs, like thinking that he would be able to come here next year. I really don't understand the move, but I feel like he knew what the writing was on the wall with the Astros. He knew that there was a kid that was going to be able to come up right behind him. So he's like, look, I'm going to do whatever I can to go get some money now. Yeah, I, I mean,
1: then you can you can't fault him for that. You're going to get his bag, but at the same time, you know, what do you want? Is it the bag or do you want the championships? And at the end of the day, the way you're go, you're going to be remembered is how you did on the field and how many championships you got, and that determines how you get into the Hall of Fame. So right now, I am I hoping the the Correa signs with the Cubs? Yeah, I really do because the Cubs need that fucking that that shot in the ass that, that projects them to their their next winning window. Um, that'll be one of their staples in in the infield for a long time and that's what you need that's what that's what we look we look for in our teams right we got Tim anderson has been there for a while who's also crying that he might want he might want to leave hey see ya see ya but you we want somebody who wants to be here for a long time on both sides of town and you want somebody who's going to be good uh that, that not going to be a dickhead to to the fans that's going to do everything they can to represent Chicago
2: Absolutely, and I think that's the most important thing on both sides of town. Uh, yeah, so I mean, I think overall, really, what it is is that we just want something to hang our head, uh, hang our head on at the end of the day, and makes make ourselves feel good. Whether you're a north sider or the south sider, that's really what we want, and uh, you know. I I I think there's this thing out there too that both teams are being cheap, and I just don't know if that's true or if they feel like what they have, they need the pieces that they need to add to the team to kind of put them over the top. Especially the White Sox, I feel like maybe they just don't think that that person's there yet. Maybe they're waiting out till next season. I don't I don't know. I I, I still think that Reinsdorf is just not allowing that checkbook to be open. But from what we're hearing, the North Side owner is so where are we missing here like are you still thinking prospects are going to fill in those spots or what but at the end of the day you got to sign a free agent you got to sign a high profile free agent because you know that biblical losses you were talking about during the pandemic year that's going to continue and pretty soon gallagher way is going to be called something else because they're going to start splitting up that property and have to sell it off to other people
1: yeah i think the cubs like you said they have the money to spend they, they've invested in the community and bought all that stuff out, and they have residual income year-round. So you have money to spend now, and uh, there's no more excuses, right? Uh, they've been told that they're going to spend. and The White Sox, on the other hand, just like the Bulls, they, they go for the middle-tier free agents and reclamation pro- projects. And uh, I just don't think, uh, you know, Reinsdorf has always been, you know, a day late and a dollar short when it comes to free agents and signing the best person out there.
2: I, well he's white he's like are you at least 35 if not you can't join the white Sox. <laughs> does your does your dominican uh birth certificate say you're 12 all right you're in you're in <laughs> well i mean I, I think either way uh i still feel like by the time new year comes around we're still both going to be disappointed with what our teams are doing
1: yeah so it'll be a very long baseball season on both sides of town and uh I, even though we're gonna go i still think it's uh it's, it's not gonna be a pretty sight for chicago baseball
2: we might have to take some road trips for that just to make ourselves uh more satiated about uh baseball sure
1: that's good cool. <laughs> not ohio fuck ohio
2: <laughs> all right ladies and gentlemen we'll be right back with uh stirring the pot after a word from our sponsors
0: i think i'll perplex him with my slow ball one two three strikes are out
1: This is Enrique Calderon
2: coming to you from True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast. Come check me out on social media, Enrique Calderon Official, on Instagram and Facebook. Check us out. Y te lo dice, Enrique Calderon.
1: Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast with E Rock and Big Z. Ho <laughs> 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 It's that time again, brother. Uh you know what time it is. Oh boy It's time for Stirring the Pie Alright man what you got for us this, this week man
2: Alright bro so I was out in about uh, Doing a little shopping I don't even remember Where, where did I find these damn things uh, I don't remember where I found them But uh, but I found them And uh, even though it's uh, Even though it's the winter time it's softball season For us all the time so what I found were These uh, these are Bacon mac and cheese Bacon mac and cheese Seeds right i yeah. haven't tried them yet okay but uh but they looked interesting i've had a couple of i have had like the uh, taco flavor and all that stuff and these are the david jumbo bacon mac and cheese so and they i mean they, they really kind of sell it here that with the uh they literally have a picture of mac and cheese with bacon on it right okay and, and i've seen that they have one that they they call hamburger all it is is the dill flavor it doesn't taste like hamburger at all uh so for that reason i'm out on that one but for the bacon mac and cheese i haven't tried it yet okay but clearly i'm interested in it. <laughs> so yay or nay on if you think that's gonna be good or not
1: um you know what i'm, I'm gonna go with a yay i think it's gonna be uh, pretty good it's gonna be salty Uh, And have some cheese flavors So you can't go bad with either one of those flavors So and for that reason I am in Also because I have David Sunflower Seed shoes and t-shirt And uh, sandals so I am all in on David
2: No matter the flavor (laughs) There's another brand I think Called Biggs they got like gigantic Some uh, most of the time that I see that it's going to be that Dill flavoring which like I said I'm out but this Right here I mean like uh, I'm not Going to eat this whole bag in a week um, but uh, So there'll be some here we can talk about it uh, after you try them Oh yeah, yeah definitely
1: next week during The party we'll give those a, a little whirl and see how We do like um, yeah, I'm, I'm Excited for next week I'm super excited for next week I uh, have a lot of people from the 606 Media uh, group and uh, We're going to have a lot of fun we'll take a lot of Pictures and uh, It's going to be a lot of shit talking
2: Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, it's gonna be a lot of drinking. You know what I mean? Like, and it's and it's a uh, football all day too. So I mean, even for our non-sports, uh, our non-sports show hosts that are gonna come through, it's just gonna be a lot of shit talking. Well, I'm sure we're gonna go through and play some records and uh, and you know drink drink some uh, drink some drinks. So th- this should be a good time. I, I do want to uh, see if we can prevent uh, maybe sh- uh, uh, Stephen from bringing Taco Bell. Just curve that shit now, bro. Isn't he part Mexican? If I'm not mistaken, yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Okay, I mean, like, you're gonna tell me that you couldn't find a taco idea, like a real, like, just go get a pet on you know I me, mean? like, hey, put in the order now, bring your real tacos. Like, you you ordered ahead at Taco Bell. I'm just saying, I'm just putting it out there, man. Like, you got once, once this is released, you got a couple days to kind of, you know, figure those things out in your head, especially like, even coming this way, there's so many joints that have tacos.
1: Yeah. I don't know what he did with those 20 tacos He bought at Taco Bell But uh, I'm just sorry for his toilet and his toilet seat His cushiony toilet seat that he keeps bragging about yeah. So yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I I don't know what happened to those tacos I don't want to know Because I don't eat those beef tacos uh, But uh, yeah, I'm excited for all the food we're going to have
2: Yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting I'm, I'm still deciding what I'm going to make I'm going to probably just make something simple uh, But I might just be, do a big ass uh, thing of uh, like pasta because we haven't made like like baked master with italian sausage and all that shit we haven't done that in a long time a oh. long time that used to be like a staple and oh. have I, I stopped eating pasta like that
1: right right because you were in keto for a while so I'm, yeah i'm down for it brother
2: yeah. the the pasta and the rice and all that i haven't done it so that'll be exciting we'll have a lot of fun a lot of drinks and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll have our, like I said, our recreational uh, uh, tree will be there. So that'll be a good time and see yes. what I remember. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, before we go, what you looking at? Whatever you been watching that isn't sports?
1: Uh, Really, have, I've been out so much that I haven't been re- really watching much. Uh, I usually put uh, while I'm working or doing some chores around the house, I I still have Smallville on. I'm on the last season, season 10 of Smallville. Halfway through it, he's a beca- about to become Superman, so it's, it's kind of exciting to see all those things. And a lot of guest stars, Pam Greer was on there. Uh, you had a couple of stars from Lois and Clark on there. There's a lot of uh, cameos from different stars from uh, different shows and different movies, so it's it's been nostalgic. But the one thing that I was super excited to watch was the new iteration of Pinocchio by Guillermo del Toro. Pinocchio, yeah, Pinocchio, Pinocchio. Uh, so it's it, so far, I'm, I'm about 45 minutes into it, and I am really digging it because it gives you a nice origin story of why he made the uh, wooden puppet. Uh, so that's where I'm at right now uh, And I don't want to give it away Because it's a brand new movie uh, uh, The origin story But uh, it, so far why, it's why so good have, Why
2: are you only like four, 43 minutes into it?
1: Because I fell asleep last night I pulled a netty <laughs> There it is <laughs> <laughs> Yeah man It was, it was late oh, at night That's amazing who do, you, who do you
2: think you are? Me? What the <laughs> fuck? You can't do that shit
1: yeah man it was definitely oh a long God, weekend man. what are you watching man
2: yes so we were gonna be we were gonna watch Pinocchio we haven't watched it yet because uh, uh, I didn't uh, I didn't want to watch it without my oldest and uh, the baby's like I want to watch that I'm a con yeah. Uh but I've seen a I actually was going a little bit deep on the Netflix because I realized why I don't really watch Hulu Uh, in the basement it, it tends to freeze yeah it tends to so that that app for whatever reason like it'll be halfway through a scene and all of a sudden it just freezes on something it gives you like the audio is fine but for some reason the video just kind of cuts out so that's that's the reason i keep i, I tried the other day to catch up with uh, Abbott elementary but it kept freezing on me
1: so yeah what else you've been watching
2: um i also watched uh the sebastian manis that guy uh, his new special have you I, I know you're familiar with him how, how do you like his his comedy I, I think it's it's
1: good it's not something that like oh, I'm gonna stop and I have to watch it it's not a you know david chappelle but I think he, he's good um I've seen him a long time ago when he wasn't famous um so to see his growth and now having these specials I think it's pretty awesome and the fact that he's getting multiple specials that means he's doing something right I
2: mean he's he's doing He's doing enough right. I mean, like, you know me, I'm like a a comedy junkie. Like, I I read a lot about comedy, I I listen to a lot of comedy. He doesn't really do it for me, man. I feel like he's just like, hey, look at me in my hands. And I'm like, "All all right, man, that's cool. And it's just like, it's very like, I don't know. He's he's kind of very stereotypical and like like mildly racist, but not like in a funny way. He's like, "Hey, look at this." You know what I mean? I'm like, "Calm down!" Like Tony Soprano over here. Like, <laughs> we get it, man. Like that's your whole fucking thing. Like that's all you do is just talk like a soprano uh character for like you know an hour and a half, and it doesn't do a lot for me. So, uh, I literally about 15 minutes in, I just kind of like started playing poker on my flay. I was like, maybe he'll say something funny. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> just hoping and praying um, a couple more things I watched this show called snack versus chef there are chefs that compete to uh, make a uh, homemade version of popular snacks uh, they did one on hot Cheetos which they all failed miserably at uh, they did um, or I think they did like Oreo cookies um, which that, that was interesting because it's a specific cookie and a bit specific cream um. What there was there was a couple other ones that they did, but they were like really hard. They did uh, Snickers, oh, Snickers. Wow. Like so, they had to figure out. Oh no, no Twix is what it was. So they had to figure out literally how to make these candies and, and all these uh, different snacks you get out of the vending machine. And Pringles was the other one. Oh wow! So imagine literally trying to have to figure out how to make that thing and then make the Pringles stackable. Make make the Kit Kat bar that you can break it apart and share it with your friends. You know what I mean? Make that that was uh, that was really interesting to see people actually attempt that. And uh, the other thing, I, I don't know. Did we ever watch... Did we talk about El Rey on, uh, <laughs> on uh, Netflix? I, I think we might have uh,
1: mentioned it that I wanted to watch it, but yeah. I just uh, haven't seen it. I know it's a very long series.
2: It's fucking terrible. Why is- it's terrible. I'm just going to save you the time. It's terrible. It's so choppy. It just jumps, ar- uh, just jumps around. Speaking of jump around, I finally got around to watching Cobra Kai literally today like that's what I did today uh, so yeah I mean I, I caught up with that final season with crease uh, in prison and Silver running things and every, when everyone being psychotic and everything looking like a fucking like you know something out of the Matrix the, the dojo like what is happening right now so yeah I thought it was uh, I thought it was pretty good I know I'm a little late to the party but uh, what did you think about that
1: I think Cobra Kai I mean it is what it is you're, you're looking for a cheesy rom-com uh, you know throwback to the 80s and you know they, they give you a little nostalgia but at the same time try to make it modern times and you know the, the first couple of seasons made you look at the perspective of uh, of Danny LaRusso looking at more like a villain uh, and, and and changing that dynamic on how you look at things and now it's just like you know oh there's love here and there's uh, this you know little kid lovey dovey and then you got uh, this other romantic thing and there's very rich problems here I just like it sounds like all american at this point
2: Uh, (laughs) that's a good way to put it my my favorite part is where they're like you know this is gonna be a decision that affects every kid in the valley i'm like how many kids are getting bullied with karate gangs (laughs) like i'm very confused (laughs) about what's happening right there i've never seen a karate gang. defend your honor i'm like like no man i'm gonna go play xbox like leave me the fuck alone like like Fight me in like Street Fighter or something. Like, what do you what are you doing? Like, beat me at some weird game in Minecraft. Like, what, <laughs> what the fuck? This shit is so it, it is, it's entertaining enough, uh, but it is super fucking corny. And uh, compared to All American was a uh, was a pretty good one. I like I like that. I know, exactly <laughs> yeah, where you come from with that bullshit. Right
1: Very CW.
2: <laughs> it's almost like, it's like an almost sports show. But yeah, check out their dating. Like, uh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. This is exactly what it is. All right, man. It is time to go.
2: It's time. It's time, ladies and gentlemen. We are going to continue our preparations for our holiday party coming up next weekend. Uh, if, if you don't hear from me, I just want to say a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to each and every one of you out there. Uh, don't forget to go get your shirts. Don't forget to uh, say hello to your friends and family you haven't seen in a while and spread the love. And thank you so much for listening. A big thank you to our sponsors, 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to gritclothingco.com and get your official TCSF podcast t-shirt. Search for keyword True Chicago and use our promo code TRUEFAN15 at checkout for 15% off of your entire order. Go and get your gifts for yourself and everyone of your friends and family so they have a Merry Christmas and they know where to listen to us knuckleheads speak on what we speak. Don't forget to use that promo code, like I said, TrueFan15 at checkout and get your shirts right now. Right now. check out. Don't forget to check out the rest of the 606 media lineup. The newest show in the 606 family is No Water on the Weekend with Stephen and Sean. A pop culture forward podcast that dabbles in funny trivia, film, television, music, and Chicago-centric news and happenings. New episodes are available on Mondays. And the Bulls are back, baby. That's right. The NBA is back in action. 606 Media, True Chicago Sportsman's, and Shine Native Entertainment present All Net. Make sure to check out All Net with Mike, Logic, and Ideal after every Bulls game for breakdown and analysis. And speaking of Mike, Logic dropping on Friday, December 16th, Chips by Mike, Logic, and Joey Childs, produced by Max Julian. It's the first official single for Mike and Joey's upcoming ep too much text volume one let me tell you uh what they're out there doing right now as a collab is super dope because you're seeing two different styles come together and make new music and you know i'm always about that so make sure you go check out that new single friday december 16th chips by mike logic and joey childs produced by max julian the Shine native radio podcast is now available on all major platforms mike logic ideal and throw mc talk about sports movies and all types of ill shit and don't forget you can support uh submit your music to them and if they like it they will play it on the air go to idealraps.com and get all their info and go check them out shout out to ronesh panic series beats and custom made for the beats we played on today's show uh shout out to custom made he made an album that was um um, There is SoundCloud. I think it's SoundCloud, one of these sites. They put him as one of the rap artists of the year. So check them out. And then their group, they do dope shit over there. Custom made, custom made. Go check them out right now. And don't forget to check out PanicOnTheBeat.com to go get all your moment, merch and gear. Check us out on social media. You can find us at TrueShyFans on Twitter and on TikTok. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, Spotify. Reach out to us on our email email we want to hear from you reach us at true chicago sports fans at gmail.com. real quick z have you done your christmas shopping yet hell no <laughs> when do you shop man
1: uh the like as soon as i get into break like after i'm done with uh school that's i usually spend two three days and shop for everybody those, those couple days so usually like the week before thanksgiving uh thanksgiving uh christmas you yeah, you done
2: yeah uh, no okay no I've, I've made one purchase so far. Um, usually, Kim is the one that does all the shopping for the kids and, you know, whatever Santa's going to bring. So I can't wait to, to learn what the kids got this year.
1: <laughs> Way to go, Santa.
2: Hey, you know, look, if you got a beard and a belly, you got the job. All right, ladies and gentlemen, from Big Z, this is E-Rock. We'll see you next time for one, two, three. Until then, be good to each other. For the love of sports. Oh. A few moments later, you have a lot of incest. That's real. Shut your mouth. Lover boy. Nature versus nurture lodge. Nature always wins. I think he's on steroids.
0: <laughs> Hasta luego, amigos.
2: That's all. For- oh, I shouldn't have those artichokes. I'll eat the poppers. <laughs>